You are listening to the American Truth Project podcast. The Obama administration needs the support of 34 to uphold a presidential veto if Congress rejects the deal. Lawmakers are expected to vote on this deal in early September. Here now for more on the specifics of the deal and the upcoming vote is foreign policy expert Barry Nussbaum. Good morning. Good evening to you. (laughs) Great to be here, David. So you just mentioned to us this is the most important vote in America in years, if not decades. It could be the most important foreign policy decision the American Congress might ever make because of the ramifications could last for decades. We are about to make a horrifically bad decision when it comes to American foreign policy that could affect us domestically and internationally for generations. So can we talk a little bit about what it does include? It's pretty much transparency. Here's the deal. We'll give you this. You open your doors and your windows and everything to what you're doing. Right. Kristen, the deal that was announced by the president in the Rose Garden some weeks back is nowhere near what the deal has ended up to be. There were some very key points that were supposed to be involved. And as the deal got uh, announced by Kerry when he came back from Geneva a couple weeks ago, it's totally different. There was supposed to be, as you talked about, transparency, Mm -hmm. which means we were going to be able to inspect all of the sites in Iran with no notice, anytime, anywhere, with no notice. Now, all the nuclear sites that are on military bases are off limits forever to inspections. Iran has decided they're going to do it on the honor system. They're going to inspect them themselves. And they'll tell on themselves if they find anything. What's the prediction? They'll never find anything. As an example, the 24-day appointments for other inspections, which can be vetoed by Iran if they don't want the inspections. The problems with the deal are so horrific it's a wonder anybody that really understood foreign policy and defense of the country would ever be in support of it, quite honestly. At the same time, what are we hearing from the other side, from Iran itself, as far as the steel goes? That's where it's really bad, David. Iran has not changed any of their foreign policy. They still have the death to America, death to Israel marches at least weekly. By the way, it's not a small group. It's sometimes a million people in the main square in Tehran. They're not going to change their foreign policy. They're exporting revolution and terrorism around the world. Even Obama says they're going to remain the leading sponsor of terrorism. And oh, by the way, on day one, they get $150 billion without any strings to buy weapons, bombs, missiles, jets, and so on. They've already ordered 150 of the most advanced fighter jets in the world from China. They've already ordered the advanced missile systems from Russia. They're already getting contracts from all over the world, a lot of them for missile systems that could eventually reach the United States. That's the Korean ICBMs that are on their shopping list. So if it's so horrible, why are there a number of people and a number of uh, people in Washington who think this is a good idea? The talking points don't match up with the facts on the ground. If Kerry had delivered the deal that the president announced, it probably would have been an okay deal. But he came back with nothing. It's, it's catastrophic in the sense that Iran gave up nothing in exchange for almost unlimited money. It could be as much as a trillion dollars in 10 years. They're going to weaponize like they've never weaponized before without any inspections. And oh, all the weapons they've been working on for the last decade? No inspections, no disclosure, no nothing. All right, this is appear, appears to be the way it's going to go down, though. The Republicans are going to stop it originally, yes. uh, initially. Uh, Obama's going to veto it, and then it's going to come down to those last few votes as far as getting that veto through. Yeah, the math is like that, as we were discussing. What will happen is, uh, under the law, the way it's structured, the Congress is going to vote no. The votes are already lined up. Mm-hmm. Then the president is going to veto the no vote. Right. Then... 
that Congress takes it back to see if they can override the veto, which is going to require, as you pointed out, two-thirds in the Senate and two-thirds in the House. And it's going to come down to three or four votes in the Senate and probably a half a dozen in the House. And it could go either way at this point. Major rally coming up? Right. September 9th, we've got uh, MarchToSaveAmerica.org. There'll be somewhere between 25 and 30,000 people on the west side of the Capitol to tell the people inside that white building, vote no. Uh, Donald Trump is going to appear. Ted Cruz is going to appear. There's a fairly lengthy list of speakers that want to come and make their voices heard. By the way, two-thirds of America is voting against this if they had a vote, according to public opinion polls, the Congress doesn't seem to be listening to their own constituents. Barry Nussbaum, thank you very much thank for you your nice. opinions. We appreciate you today. it. Okay. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.